welcome to the Our Random Points of View podcast, also affectionately known as Orpov to its friends. Your hosts, James and Simon, are ready to go. So without further ado, enjoy this episode of Orpov. It's Sunday, it's Orpov, it's Simon, it's James, we're here in person. COVID allowing. Well, there's no rules about that now, except for the masks in Scotland, right? That's still a rule about when you're in public places, wear a mask. Um, I've got COVID. You've had COVID? No, I've got COVID. You've got COVID right now? Yeah. Oh, Come here. Achoo! You never told me this when you came into the car, and then when you came into my house, and then when you walked about the shops with I, me. I produced a negative test. <laughs> I didn't see a negative test. I never even asked for one. I mean, yeah. I'm at that point. Didn't even take one. You know what's funny, right? I am now at that point where I'm like... Give it to me. No, not give it to me, but (laughs) I'm I'm accepting the fact that I'm probably going to get it at some point, right? I think the majority of the Um, planet's going to get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, things are getting back to normal. Things are opening up again. You know, we're back at work a couple of days a week. And, uh, you know, when you go into the shops... So few people now wearing masks, really, Correctly. when you're in the supermarkets and the shops and uh, other public places that you go. You know, I don't know about the public transport, if that's still Ugh. being enforced or not. Um, it's, I don't think it's being enforced as much as it should yeah, be. You know, yeah, like yeah. I've seen people um, on uh, public transport who sit there, no mask, get off the bus, put on a mask and walk into the bookies. It's like, yeah. well, why not just put it on? I know, I know, it's crazy crazy but i'm now at that point where i feel my aerial that is what it is you what you feel mighty real your aerial mighty real oh mighty real <laughs> your aerial your aerial no no i'm sebastian <laughs> um but i just think i'm gonna get it at some point i might as well get it, you know things are going the way they're going i can't control the world as much as I'm, I, I can control my little part of it in the sense that I can stay at home as much as I want. I can get deliveries. <laughs> as much as you want. Um, well, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, other than a couple of days a week when I have to go to work. Yeah. So that's, but, but you the, would say, happily stay home. The other days of the week, I could, I never need to leave the house if I don't want to. I can get things delivered and I could stay here five days out of seven quite happily. In fact, until today, I have done. You know, um, so... Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you offered, I took up the offer. <laughs> but that's what Not it is. Not as soon huh? as I wanted to. But. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, but here's a question. Why is Noel Gallagher not getting sued? Well, there was a segue. <laughs> uh, context. Ed Sheeran, at the moment, as we record this, as far as I'm aware, is, is still in court being sued over the fact that he's plagiarised some music, right? A song. Oh, I. Oh, uh, I. Oh, I. Oh, I. By... What's the name of the guy? I have no idea, mate. I'm not going to Google it, but you can Google it yourselves, okay? It's in court right now. But my question was, why is Noel Gallagher not in that position? Because he has been. He's Has he been in the yeah, past? Yeah. Well, I've never heard so of him. So there's um, the Shaker Maker. Um, he was uh, taken by the New Seekers with I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing. What happened with these court cases, though? So... Uh, I believe it's like writing credits and stuff like that. So there's there's one um, for the song Whatever, which is um, supposed to have ripped off a song from one of the guys that was in the Monty Python, Neil Innes, Neil McInnes, something like that. And, um, Monty Python? Is, is that not right? Might be wrong. No, Monty Python, the comedy group. People. Yeah. Don't remember. I don't recognise that name from Monty Python. Well, look him up. You, you, you well, look up whatever the song, whatever, 
and you'll see the the writing credits are by uh, both Noel Gallagher okay. and Neil, well, what's his name? Right now, I'm looking up Ed Sheeran just to see who's being sued by again because um, I think we should mention that if we're talking about it. So let me see if I can find it here. But yeah, carry well, on. Ed Sheeran has not passed my lips here today, except in that comment there. No, but I'm the one that brought it up. Oh, I know. That's <laughs> but you said we were talking about it, so yeah. Uh, legal issues. Here we go. Let's see what it says. Legal, legal, um, legal, legal. So yeah, Sammy Chokri and uh, Ross O'Donoghue alleged that the song "Shape of You" infringed particular lines and phrases of their 2015 composition "OY." And you and I just before we recorded this, did watch a YouTube <laughs> video uh, on YouTube. Let me give the guy credit. You, did we watch um, a YouTube video on YouTube? We did. <laughs> How did we manage hey, that? <laughs> you can watch them in other places too. Right? Can you? Um, but it was basically a video by a guy called David Bennett Piano. That's the channel name, and the video is called Six Ed Sheeran Songs That Rip Off Other Artists," and uh, that's on. Uh, YouTube if you want to go check it out but we listen to that that guy covers I think it's six songs in that video uh, where he uh, gives you examples of how they sound similar it's like with, with some bands you would be struggling to find six songs that rip off other people but yeah. with this year and it was a case of well here's six of them <laughs> well exactly I mean that's uh, when I first watched the video I was a bit like okay and then you watched the video today with me again and, and just laughing you know it was just like okay so here's the song whatever uh, Neil Innes uh, is he not? What's he in? No, I don't think it's Monty. All right, I've Python, got the name wrong then. Surely. Oh no, wait a minute, you're right. Jeez, oh, oh. oh, but he wasn't in that. Monty Python. No, but he's not in Monty Python. I never said he was. Actually, to Associated do with Associated Acts, Monty Python. Um, he collaborated with Monty Python well, and go. played in the ru- ru- the Ruttles, the Ruttles, and the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. <laughs> All right, so I was correct. But when you were talking about it, you yeah, no, but you made it sound like the guy from Monty Python. I was like, I don't recognise that name. From All right, Monty well, Python. I apologise. John Cleese, Eric Idle. Uh, oh, uh, uh, what's the other guy? Terry Gilliam. You, you've got yourself into this uh, hole. I'm not helping. <laughs> Terry Gilliam. Uh, the other guy. Oh, the blonde guy. I can't remember his name now. It will come to me if I remember it at some point in the future. But uh, yeah, there's like or if you look it up, four or five of them. I could look it up. Uh, but anyway, that Neil and this guy is not a member of them. But yeah, you're right. He's associated with them in some form. So that song, how what, sweet it is to be an idiot. Is that the name of the song that was? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Noel Gallagher. Have these all been settled out of court? Uh, I'm not sure if that one was settled out of court. Right. So maybe not all of them. But I was just wondering, because he doesn't... I mean, this Ed Sheeran one... Noel Noel makes no secret of it. Yeah. Oh, no, of course, that's what I'm saying. So he is so open about it. I'm just curious about why he's not in court the way that Ed Sheeran is. I'm curious why the estate of T-Rex have not taken him to court. What have they... Why? What song of of that has been done? Bang a gong, get it on. What Oasis song is that? Cigarettes and alcohol. I guess so. Oh no, no, no! I guess so about it. I guess so. It's well, I've never, I've never put the two and two together. Well, you will after this. I guess side by side they probably sound similar. Um, but I've never put the two and two together myself. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes there's a song you hear and you go, "Wait a minute, that sounds exactly like such and but such." But by the same token, he doesn't go um, for people that have like ripped him off either. Um. No, because I don't think you can if you've ripped people off. No, but 
You know excuse, what I mean? I, I, it's like you can. Me, I beg my pardon. What was that saying? That, that was a that was uh, the the uh, burger from earlier. You can't go and 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 chase people and sue them or accuse them of stuff when you're the one so, doing it as so, well. So, so you're saying, oh right, so uh, Knowles ripped off um, T Rex on cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. Therefore, he can never go after anyone else. I don't think so. I think why, if you why? Because, if it's because a that's not the song. only case. It, no, but that's I'm not the only situation. And no. you've also said as well, which is the truth, he's openly admitted to yeah, doing this, right? Yeah, but so that's it's not the, as if he's done it by accident. No, but that's the point that I was trying to make though, is that um you can't so, then go so, after other so people. So here so hearsay. Remember them? Yeah, I remember hearsay. Yeah. Pure and simple. Yeah. It rips off um all around the world by Oasis and uh, never ever by all Saints. So again, those aren't songs I would put together with it when I hear it. No, that's fine. You Maybe will, side by side. You, you you would if I was to you play. Know. But where I was going with that is that <laughs> yeah, is that so he, he's never allowed to go after anyone to go, no, oh yeah, you've... Because no. it's like, right, it, it's, I'm trying to think of an example like it is, right? If you were a murderer, a serial killer, wow, and then another serial... So let's say you were a serial killer, right? And then another serial killer came along and murdered one of your family, right? Now, you then, don't, in my opinion, you don't have a right to then go, oh, get the police involved, let's get this guy arrested and thrown in jail, because you are so, a serial killer. So that, so, that, so that member of my family just deserved to die? But no, my point is, no, but you, have no, you, just said. you have no right to go down the legal route of, hey, this guy can't do this, because you yourself would be a serial killer. So you can't say, well, I'm so, a serial killer, so I and killed, he's a serial killer. Have I killed three people? No, but if you did, though, right? That's my point. Like, I don't see how you can accuse, how you can go after people for stuff when you have openly admitted to doing that same thing yourself. I... I, I do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I do, I do. But personally speaking, that, just the example that you've given there is a appalling, and b it's not appalling. It's well, the only it, one that keeps no, no, my mind. No, but it is appalling. I'm trying to think of a legal situation. It, 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 it's, it is appalling, right? So, so you go out and you kill someone's mum, grand, sister, brother, dog, whatever, right? Yeah. And then someone comes round and kills your cleaner or your mum or your sister or something, yeah. and you're not. Allowed to go to the police about that because you're a killer yourself, right? Take that off the table. So as a killer, you got one option, really, which is you go after the person yourself. But you can't really go to the police and say, "Hey, by the way, they've all been killed. That, that person killed my so and so, and therefore hey. I want them tracked down and thrown in prison." Because hi. you have done that same crime. Hi. hi, I know I ripped off my sweet lord on um, Supersonic, <laughs> and it's up to you guys to come after me for it. But they've ripped off Wonderwall on Life Got Cold. That's girls allowed. But my point is, if you openly rip it off of other people, it's like if you're a speeder in your car as well, and then you're going about moaning about people speeding. You are. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like seriously. You're a speeder in your car, and uh, you're you're worrying about. Oh, I've just been clocked by the police, and it's all your fault. Yeah, now, I've not put your foot on the accelerator. I just don't think that if you're doing it, you can accuse people of it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, it is what it is. Like, the world goes round, the world spins. No, really, should just turn around and go, do you know what? It is what it is. I've done it. They've done it. Can't be a... You said it yourself. Nothing's original these days. You know, everybody probably sits around and does something that is sounds like something else. Is there a recording of me saying that? No, but we discussed this and you actually said that. Yeah, there's nothing... You can't... Nothing can be original these days, you said. You know, it's not possible to be original. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but because, I mean, it's possibly true, but I don't have enough... And from, I'm sure there must be something that's never been done that's that could be original, but we don't obviously we'll never know the answer to that you know um but i just think that uh, you know somebody like Noel should just put his hands up and say look i've done it i've openly done it i can definitely hear the similarities between these songs you know, and those songs do you know what would be original 
Because some people do it by accident. That's another thing of these cases. You know, people do sometimes do it by accident. <laughs> did it by accident. Yeah, I wanted it to sound like a bit like R&B and no scrubs. So Ed Sheeran, on one of those songs, he openly admitted, yeah, I took it and, and that's what I did. And that's why the writers are credited on it. Now, whether they were credited on it before he released the song and people then went, oh, that sounds like such and such, I don't know. but Because we're is, not as big Ed Sheeran's fans yeah, as, yeah. as I am. But the am point is they are credited on it and, and he openly says, yeah, I took it from that song, I lifted it because I wanted it to have an R&B feel. Um, so that's fair enough, right? Um, but I think there will be times when people write a song that sounds like something else and you're not aware of it. So there's a Dua Lipa song, for example, Physical, and there's a part in there that I think sounds very much like a Barry Manilow song Um which, uh, what's it called again? It's Some Kind of Friend, right? And when you listen to the Dua Lipa song and you listen to the little part in there, the way it goes, it sounds like the chorusy bit and the, the verse bit of Some Kind of Friend by Barry Manilow. Now, I'm not suggesting for one minute that Dua Lipa or anybody that was part of writing that song knows that song by Barry Manilow because it's it's quite a little random song, right? That It's a few decades old, okay? So I'm not sitting here saying that somebody... Oh, it's a few decades old, so nobody knows it. No, no, I'm not saying nobody knows it, but what I'm saying is... I'm I'm not, I'm not suggesting that somebody of her age and her, her background and, and the people that she uh, works with who wrote that song would possibly know that song. <laughs> they might just have come up with this little riff and put it together. But me listening to it, because I do know the Barry Manilow song, as soon as I heard Physical by Dua Lipa, I'm going, that sounds like Barry Manilow's Some Kind of oh, Friend. Quagmire. Yeah, and I was, is that, it was at a work the first time I heard it. That's where I first heard it. And I went, that sounds like such and such. And there was somebody else in the module with me who also... So you were at work is what you're saying. We were playing music at work at the time and there was somebody else in the module with me who knew exactly the song I was referring to. They went, you're absolutely right. They must be a Barry Manilow fan as well or they just know the song. And they were like, you're right, that does sound like it. It's bang on. And I was like, yeah, whoa. Now, like I say, to me, that's most likely an accidental copy, right? It's not like Ed Sheeran sitting there saying, yeah, I wanted it to sound R&B, so I purposely ripped it off. So I'm surprised you went with Ed Sheeran and you didn't try getting another dig at Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. Because I don't think... Because you've you said it yourself, Noel Gallagher has openly admitted he lifted it from this song and that song and that it's song. Like, it's like, I, I, I was sitting there and I was listening to uh, Imagine and then I wrote Don't Look Back in Anger. That's right. <laughs> All of us are in flow. I write songs from time to time just as a hobby in my private time, right? And Links I get, in the description. I get influenced by... Um, you know, musicians and artists and songs and lyrics. And it could just be a line from a song that influences you to go, oh, I like that, that idea of that line. And you write your own version of it. You know, you're not ripping anything off, but I've probably written songs because of the style I write in. They probably sound like songs that are already out there because I, I like to write in a kind of countryish style, right? So country is one of those musical forms that lots of songs in country sound the same. You know? Yeah, but did you know that Islands in the Stream started as a soul song for... um? Diana Ross. No. Well, there you go. Doesn't surprise me, though, because it was written by the Bee Gees, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did know that. Um, and, of course, they have their collaborations with Diana Ross on a few of her it songs. It was a chain reaction. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. But, of course, I can't imagine anybody else singing it other than Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that ingrained in your mind so much so that they are the two people singing it, you know? The Even though greatest country song of all time, right? Uh, uh, what the greatest um, is it not is it not like the most successful I, I don't know about that it's possibly the most successful I think but, it is um, I don't know there's a lot of people who probably claim that title or could claim that title um, Garth Brooks 
you know, shake it off. One of the biggest, I think, in America, he's the biggest selling solo artist of all time. Uh, Garth Brooks, you know, take that Elvis. Um, so he may be, uh, well, it's, this is the thing, Elvis. So by the time Garth Brooks starts out, I mean, th- you know, the way they could um, record the sales of stuff was different in place, right? When Elvis started out and other people of that era, it was all over the place when you were trying to track sales and there were different charts and multiple charts and, you know, it wasn't done properly. So Elvis probably did sell a lot more than is actually officially recognised, which is usually why they throw out the billion figure, you know. And it's oh, the same, is that same the, the figure, Beatles. is it? Right. Yeah, they say it sold over a billion records and the same with the Beatles, they say they probably sold over a billion records when you take it all into account and, and put it all together. Um but yeah, Garth Brooks officially, as far as I'm aware, unless it's changed in the last few years, he was the biggest selling solo star, uh, male solo star in America of all time. As uh, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams at one point was the biggest selling solo male star in the world. Wow. And that's impressive considering he never really cracked the American market. And I, I missed the boat then with trying to sell my Robbie Williams merchandise. Robbie Williams, he's still a big star, you know. Yeah, but I don't think I get too much from a platinum disc. Have you got a platinum I've disc got a platinum of Robbie disc, Williams? Yeah. See, we learn everything on this podcast, don't we? We learn everything. Yeah, I, I want it for drinking Pepsi. <laughs> drinking Pepsi. You've never had Pepsi Raspberry though. Or Pepsi. I am cherry. drinking. I am drinking Pepsi Raspberry right now, and I love it. I don't know if this is available <sighs> in the rest of the world, but it in the sounds UK, absolutely it's revolting. Oh, mate, it's brilliant. I'm sure it is. Have you I'm had sure Cherry Coke or Cherry Pepsi? Mm, no, no, no. It's just Pepsi Max with raspberry. It's so wonderful. And so I, like the so I can one. go home and I can put some strawberry milkshake in it and it'll... I don't know if it'll have the same effect. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I have done, though? In America, they've got Dr. Pepper cream soda, right? Which I haven't What's tried. What's the worst that can happen? I haven't tried it because uh, I've not been able to get some yet on a, an American import site. But what I have done is I've taken regular Dr. Pepper here and mixed it with Bar's cream soda and effectively it's pretty much the same thing and it tasted raw you know it tasted really good so i was quite impressed with it so do you know what gets me right is i don't know you, you'll probably have heard of this bit right is that the um pharrell and robin thick song yes um, uh bloodlines blurred lines yeah. yeah you yeah. know how that was um Marvin taken Gay, to court i think yeah five million uh dollars uh lighter mm. um marvin gay blah 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 now do you know what got me right was that right at the once that had been um that's what i'm looking for settled and they got the money and well not got the money but got the judgment mm-hmm. this that and the next thing is that marvin gabe's daughter is sitting there standing there on the the steps of the court telling us how she she's uh now been released from the shackles of pharrell like Sorry, the shackles of Pharrell. How does that work? I don't know what that even means. Yeah, there's there's only one musician in recent times that I can think of that would be um, consider kind of having been freed from the shackles of something, and I don't think that even he would probably turn around and make a comment like that. And who is this? That'd be Richard Ashcroft, freed from the shackles of the Rolling Stones over Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah, we talked about this before one time. Can't remember if we did it on the podcast or not, if it was just a uh, private chat. Probably. Um, yeah, tell us a story about it. So, in 1996-7, whenever it was, um, Richard Ashcroft was writing 
Urban Hymns, and there was a sample of a Rolling Stone song, but not the actual Rolling Stone song. It was a sample of an orchestral version, which was made by someone else, um, with their blessing and stuff, I guess. And um, he got clearance to be able to use X amount of bars or notes or whatever it was. And it came out and was hugely successful. And their actual manager turned around and went, ho, 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 money! And the Rolling Stones manager? Yeah, the Rolling Stones manager. And so turned around that um, the Rolling Stones had to get writing credits on it. Mm-hmm. So it's that thing of, well, actually, um, it was nothing to do with the Stones themselves. It was like management and admin and all that sort of stuff. The Stones actually won a Grammy for that song. Yeah. But had nothing to do with it. But fast forward twenty years, you know, to the to the late teens, and um, the Rolling Stones actually gave the song back. It's, you know, it's yours. So now, Bittersweet Symphony, written by Richard Ashcroft rather than written by Richard Ashcroft, uh, Mick Jagger, and you know Keith Richards. So now he's making all the money, as he should have been. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming. If there was enough there that their names were put on it in the first place. Yeah, but I think you know. that was just that whole thing of, uh, we're the big boys, therefore. You don't mess with us. Yeah. We have more money than you and we will take you to court and we will win because our lawyers are bigger. Basically. <laughs> Basically. I have 10 lawyers, pick one. <laughs> That's one of my favourite lines I'll in have, an episode I'll of Monk. Number 11. Yeah, it was one of the episodes of Monk I was watching recently was uh, that one where... Um, but I don't know, Amanda, it's no point really describing it, I suppose. But it's an episode where there's like a gangster in it and uh, they're talking about, you know, we'll be back. And he's like, I've got 10 lawyers, pick one. You know, it's cool. <laughs> it's a great line. Um, but yeah, I've been re-watching Monk because it's on Peacock oh, here it? in the UK. There and uh, I love Monk. You can see the DVD over there in my DVD cabinet, the box set of the I, entire I, series. I, I, I choose to only see Blu-ray. <laughs> but I've got Monk over there, but I'm watching it on Peacock. I'm streaming it. I, I did wonder um, why you had this big tower and there's only one disc in it. <laughs> no, no, more than one disc. Uh, I think Monk would be quite impressed with my my layout of the house and, and things. I mean, you know, there's things he would obviously work on. He'd probably put all the DVDs in. Do you feel like you're under the shackles of Monk? No, I sometimes joke though that I'm occasionally a bit like Monk, in as much as you live as one. No, 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 <laughs> no. Um, but I definitely don't live like a monk. But I just think there's sometimes you're What's like, where, where is she? Particular she about under things. The bed? Uh, just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean that you're. That's not just living like a monk when you're. You know, if you're not in a relationship, they have to go through a whole religious thing as well, and and all kinds of um, different things they do every day. Peace shave and meditation. Off, shave off their heads. Shave off their hair. Shave off their heads. Their hair. <laughs> shave off their heads. <laughs> Can you imagine how painful that would be? Just shave off his head. <laughs> That would be so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm loving Monk. It's a great series. I love the character. I love the I love the way that uh, Tony Shaloub, I don't know how you say it. Is it Shaloub? I'm assuming Tony Shaloub. I don't know why you're asking um, me. <laughs> I love the way he plays the character. Jake he's Gyllenhaal. Just, he's great. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I guess that's how you say it. I don't know. <laughs> is it? There was a name. I can't remember who it was, but they, they said the name. A celebrity said their surname and everybody freaked out because they were like, oh my God, we don't say it like that. Like, we were what? all saying it wrong. Adele Dazim? No, it wasn't that one. I can't remember what celebrity it was, but the surname was, the way they pronounced it, completely different to how the rest of the world does it. I'm just going to go with uh, the way that my little boy pronounces everything at the moment. Cat! Who's telling this story? <laughs> Crack on. No, no, you're spoiling it. 
You told me earlier. Was I know I told you earlier. But... In there with the whole cat. So everything he points out right now is a cat. Yeah. What about when he wants a food, you know, something to eat or drink or something? Cat. Does he? He just says cat. cat. Um, well, you could call his bluff and actually feed him a cat. We've got two cats, and I'm quite well, partial to having two cats. <laughs> I know, but if he, he actually took goes the cat, and eats the cat food, so put the cat on the table in front of him. See what he does? No, I'm assuming he says cat because you've got the two cats. Well, I'm I'm assuming so, but He's probably picked up on that somehow. Yeah, like, do you want to see your fish? Where are your fish? Cat. <laughs> well, the cat could have eaten the fish. <laughs> <laughs> not does happen they're not getting to does happen um, but Ed Sheeran yeah how do you think the court case is going to go I mean based on what you've seen today in the YouTube video and that song is the one that I think is, is being contested I think it's going to cost him some money money so? money money <laughs> I think it's going to cost him some money instead of oh why it's oh my that's what's going to happen isn't it oh pounds yeah. oh pounds oh pounds oh pounds <laughs> and on that bombshell have we covered this topic you another want to short else? one Another short one. Let's uh, let's get cracking. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orpov. To catch up on previous episodes, head over to anchor.fm slash Orpov or check your favorite podcast app directory. To contact the show with ideas that you would like to hear the guys talk about, send an email to orpovpod at gmail.com or visit anchor.fm slash orpov and click on message. You can follow the show on Twitter at orpovpod. And if you haven't done so already, remember to hit that subscribe button so that all future episodes of Orpov arrive safely on your device and you never miss a random point of view. Thank you.